This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Tuesday, February the 9th. Hope you're okay and managing to stay warm as the cold weather continues across Kent. We'll have a bit more on that a little bit later in the podcast, but thanks ever so much for listening today. And first up, the government has admitted that the Kent strain of coronavirus is now their main challenge. Surge testing of 10,000 people is being carried out in Manchester after cases of the mutant variant were discovered in the city. Four people from two unconnected households were found to have caught it. The Environment Secretary has been speaking about the latest today. Highly infectious, spreads more quickly than some of the other variants and dominates at the moment and is our primary challenge. And the vaccines are fully efficacious against that particular strain. George Eustace insists the South African mutation is of less concern and that echoes a message from England's Deputy Chief Medical Officer too. Professor Jonathan Van Tam believes it's unlikely to become dominant in the UK over the coming months. It follows concerns about vaccines being less effective against mild disease caused by the variant. Well, let's take a look at the very latest figures here in Kent right now. And our interactive map at Kent Online shows the infection rate in the county fell to 165.7 in the seven days up to February the 3rd. Now, that's below the national average. And there were 2,621 cases identified. In Medway, infections remain just above the national average, though, at 204.6. And there have been 570 new cases identified in the same time period period. 17 COVID-related deaths have been recorded in the county in the past 24 hours. Even though lockdown seems to be having an effect, then the man in charge of public health in Kent says we can't get complacent. Andrew scott Clark has been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV. That's really pleasing. We've made really great progress. Uh, But what I would say is that we've got a long way to go before Uh, We can think about opening up and and getting back to business as usual. We would really want to see the case rates as we were in summer, well below 25 cases per 100,000. And at this stage, the lowest rate in Kent is just below 100. uh, And the highest rate is just over 200. So we have this variegated or different pattern that we've seen right throughout the pandemic across our communities. We need to continue as we are in lockdown, and that's, of course, one of the reasons why we have seen this uh, reduction in in rates. Uh, We need to maintain that and continue to to abide by the rules, maintain and reduce our social distancing to as much as possible to keep these rates going down in the way they have been. And don't forget, you can use that map to zoom in and find out what the infection rate is for exactly where you live. Now, you're being urged not to put yourself at risk if you're due to get the COVID vaccine, but would struggle to get to the appointment in the snow. A new mass vaccination site at the Angel Centre in Tunbridge was due to open yesterday, but that had to be delayed because of the bad weather. And after more snowfall overnight, it's feared many people could find it difficult to get out. We've been chatting to Dr Jack Jacobs, who's a GP in Ashford. Don't take a risk, don't have an accident. 
Uh, you can rebook, you can, it depends on where your um, vaccine appointment is. If it's at one of the larger mass vaccination centres, you can go online and rebook. If it's with one of your uh, local GP networks, then if you just let them know, uh, and we can reschedule things. So if it really is difficult, we would understand that today uh, and do let people know we'll be able to fit you in uh, at a later date. The family of a Maidstone man who died just two days after testing positive for COVID have criticised funeral staff who refused to dress his body over infection fears. Kenneth Malay's family also say they were denied from seeing him. Under government guidelines, preparations can continue as normal as long as PPE is worn. Co-op Funeral Care say they arranged for another company to take over the plans. And more COVIDiots have been caught and fined. This time, seven people were found listening to music together in a car park in Rochester. Police were called to Corey's Road in the early hours of this morning following reports of a group breaking social distancing rules. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. Well, snow has been continuing to fall in Kent today and forecasters are warning the freezing temperatures will remain for the next few days. It's caused disruption on the roads and at Kent Online, you can see dash cam footage of the moment a car skidded on the M2. Some schools are also still closed to all pupils and that yellow weather warning that's been in force will remain so until the end of tomorrow. Plans for a new Aldi store in Tenterden have been rejected. Supermarket bosses wanted to build a shop on St Michael's Recreation Ground. Residents weren't happy about the idea and it's been voted down unanimously by councillors. Bosses at Canterbury Cathedral are expected to reject a suggestion from the Archbishop that statues with links to slavery be removed from the site. An internal review is being carried out following the Black Lives Matter movement. We're told it's highly unlikely any monuments will be removed when the results are considered later this month. Now, we're going to be chatting next about plans for a new theme park in North Kent. Let me just remind you of the timeline for all this then, because it's not exactly a new idea. In fact, the plans were first announced way back in 2012. And would you believe we were first told it would be built and open by 2019? That clearly didn't happen. And within that time, we've seen an agreement with Paramount Pictures collapse and slightly rebuild again. And the name changed to London Resort, even though it's not actually in London. But the idea is to build on land in Swanscombe and that's what we're focusing on today. It's a brownfield site but because it's been able to what's called rewild in recent years, conservation groups say it's now too important to build on. We've been speaking to Jamie Robbins from Bug Life. The Swanscombe Marshes is one of our, our best remaining wildlife sites. It's, it's a really rich mosaic of rare habitats in the Thames Estuary now, some brownfield features, grasslands and wetlands and home to over 250 uh, invertebrates of conservation concern, as well as uh, rare breeding birds like nightingales, as well as really good populations of reptiles and water voles. And there are very few sites left that really have this diversity of different species in one place. And it's just not the right place for a theme park. So we're, we're working with the Kent Wildlife Trust, RSPB, and uh, with the support of a whole host of uh, other important uh, nature conservation organisations, we're trying to highlight this is a site we have to save. We've known about these plans for a few years now, haven't we? And there's been a few changes and now it's um, going to go to a public inquiry. So what exactly are you hoping for from the government? So we're calling on Natural England to designate Swanscombe Peninsula as a site of special scientific interest. 
Um, because the application is going through as what they call an, a nationally significant infrastructure project rather than a, a normal planning application, um, it does mean that um, that sort of designation doesn't necessarily protect the site, but crucially it means that it will be considered by the process as being one of our most important sites nationally, and, and the site deserves to be considered as such. And what would you say to people who maybe don't understand how important the conservation of these animals is and thinks, actually, I'd rather just have a theme park there? There are people that will say it's ridiculous to stop a theme park for, for insects. Um, but I think actually the vast majority of people have come around to realise the importance of invertebrates, insects, other wildlife and, and green spaces uh, during the last year with COVID-19. Um, we, we know at Bug Life, we've had more and more people getting in contact just to find out what things are that they find in their gardens and telling us all about the things they're finding on their green space. And, and that's an important thing to remember with Swanscombe. It's, it's crucial wildlife habitat, but it's also a place where people go to connect with wildlife. It's one of the last remaining big areas of green space on, in that area of North Kent. Um, and, and we think that when people really sit down and, and weigh up a, a theme park and a handful of jobs, versus one of our most important wildlife habitats that they'll, they'll be on our site. They're one of three groups urging the government to give the site the status as a site of special scientific interest. Although, as Jamie said, that wouldn't stop it being built on, it would have to be taken into consideration during the process, which will decide if the whole thing gets planning permission. If it does happen, we're told construction could start in 2022 with an opening date penciled in for 2024, 14 years after it was first suggested. As It's a Sin on Channel 4 receives rave reviews, we've been looking back at Kent's LGBT history. At Kent Online today, you can read about writer Virginia Woolf's lover, Vita Sackville-West, who lived at Knoll House in Sevenoaks, and the house in Dungeness that was home to film director and gay rights campaigner Derek Jarman. An award-winning Kent B&B that once featured on TV's Three in a Bed is going on the market. The owners of Downsview Guesthouse in the Kennington part of Ashford are selling up after plans to build on surrounding land were given the go-ahead. It's up for £1.5 million. And Paul Hollywood's become an ambassador for a Kent animal sanctuary. The Bake Off star, who lives in the county, is supporting the work being done by the Big Cat Sanctuary in Smodden near Ashford. They recently lost a lion and cheetah and haven't been able to welcome visitors because of the pandemic, so need urgent funds to keep going. That's all for today. Thanks ever so much for downloading and listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.